1: Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome back to another edition of the Betting Weekly Podcast. It's our Europa League edition. We'll be looking ahead to some of the upcoming games in Europe's second competition and joining me to do that are oh, the brilliant... Uh, first of all, Rory Barlow, welcome back to the show, mate.
2: How are you? Yeah, I'm doing pretty well, it has to be said, Harry. I'm uh, hoping for a successful European week this week.
1: Indeed, indeed. We all are fingers crossed, but it's on you two guys to deliver. So uh, I'm looking at you. Uh, also joining us, Jack, how are you?
0: I'm very good, mate. Thank you. you. I'm surprised you actually went in and said Europe's second competition, given some of the competitors that are in said competition. But there we go.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to keep grounded, you know, <laughs> trying to keep grounded, given the way things are going at the moment. Yeah, it's tough, tough for you, I not indeed Indeed. Um, Rui, let's start with you, mate. Let's, uh, let's start with the game. Uh, between Sheriff and Real Sociedad as we mentioned on on a lot of recent shows you are our La Liga man Uh, and so when you make a pick that has a La Liga side in it I'm always even more intrigued as to kind of how you came to that conclusion so Sheriff versus Real Sociedad tell us about it
2: yeah I'm trying not to factor in too much favoritism for the Spanish (laughs) sides as a result because you see more of a team you feel like you've got more of a handle on them Sheriff is not a team that I've been watching week in, week out. I'll uh, be straight up with the listeners and and watchers there. (laughs) But I've got L'Areal on to win at minus 177 here. I think some people might have seen a little bit of uh, Real Sociedad just because they've been in Manchester United's group. And they're a curious side, Real Sociedad. They have this ability and tendency, frustrating and pleasing, to play either up or down to their opposition, which means they have a lot of tight games and I think this game against Sheriff will not be uh, a drubbing or as straightforward as some might think. But I do think they'll have enough to get to the win. This is a, a Real Sociedad side that's really focused on Europe this season because they've been in Europe the last couple of seasons. They've qualified and they've just not really kind of hit the ground running in the group stages or they've, they've managed to get through and they got beaten by Leipzig and they just didn't quite give the best version of themselves. So I think there's a real focus on this. The fact that they beat Manchester United at home has made this a very sort of important campaign for them. And they're very focused on getting the result, getting through this group and I think even topping it. So they'll be looking to take six points off Sheriff in this double header. They scored five goals at the weekend in a ridiculous but uh, terrific mm-hmm. match against Girona. And, and, yeah, they look really quite exciting up front, even though they, they've lost the likes of Mikel Oyazabal, who's who was in the Spain squad before his sort of ACL injury. Alexander Surlot, who who's, was there last season, never really sort of got going, but this season looks a lot sharper. He looks better for having the responsibility that Alexander Isak had. Take Kubo, who, who used to be at Real Madrid, he'd been on loan sort of, uh, knocking about a few different La Liga sides, not really shown his ability. But this season, he looks confident. He looks on fire. He's very sort of energetic. He's a live wire. And I think, yeah, Larea will go into this game. They've got a decent sort of bank of attackers to rely on to break down the sheriff's side. They're very solid defensively, normally. Granted, they were at the weekend. but But yeah, I think there's just more than enough to say that Real Sociedad, given the situation, they know the pressure is on them. I, I think they will come through this match. And you saw that against kind of Ammonia Nicosia last time. They were were sort of 1-0 up. Then they kind of conceded a, a goal and it looked a bit shaky, but they eventually got the win. And it, as, as I say, it's to do with that sort of tendency to play down or play up to the opposition. But ultimately, I think just because of the situation, I think Imanol Aguathiel, the manager, is very focused as I say, on this competition this year. Because as as much as they have a shot at the Champions League qualification, they'll be aiming for Europa League qualification again. And their main focus will be Copa del Rey and it will be Europa League. So I'd like Real Sociedad to win this one, minus 177, and keep them top of the group ahead of Manchester United. As a, as a
1: Cypriot, I was watching their game against Omonia Nicosia the last time. And uh, I couldn't believe that they conceded an equaliser against a team of Omonia Nicosia standards. Uh, but they went, obviously, down the other end and ended up winning it in the end. But I think you make a great point in terms of the fact that they play up or play down, depending on the opposition. It's a, it's a really good point uh, good point and something to factor in. Um, Jack, let's come to you uh, for your first pick. It involves Portuguese outfit uh, Braga and uh, Union Saint-Gilois. I think I've said that close enough.
0: Do you know what? You've said that probably a hundred times better than I would have done. So that's why I'm siding with Braga. It's a lot easier to say. Nothing to do with the stats. Um, But I am actually, yeah. uh, Braga minus 118 is my pick here. Um, and, And Braga have just been in absolutely stunning form this season until Friday night, at least, <laughs> when they got beat 4-1 by Porto, uh, which was a yeah, real kind of, expected that one to be quite tight. I was looking forward to that being a real um, close game, well thought out. Um, look, there's no shame in going to Porto and getting beat. I think, you know, Porto are the best side in Portugal right now, showing that um, quite consistently, obviously in the Champions League and, and, and holding their own there. So I think, um, yeah, not, not, really uh you know to shame i think the fact that they got beat and conceded four was um probably the only thing that they would have been disappointed about certainly um they've kind of bookend their season um with that defeat uh at porto they started it with a draw uh, against sporting a 3-3 draw with sporting um in between those um they've won every single game they've won eight games um and they've just been really entertaining. They're great going forward. They've scored 27 goals in their 10 games um, this season. They've scored in each and every single game, um, obviously including that, that that defeat to Porto, but they've scored in every single one. Um, Beaten Union Berlin uh, in this competition so far as well. And in fact, both these sides have, which um, was possibly a little bit of a surprise. Uh, those not up on their Bundesliga in Germany, Um May not realise that um, Union Berlin are actually leading the way there at this moment in time, ahead of the glitterati that are Bayern Munich and Borussia Dortmund and and the like. So um, certainly no mugs at this stage of the season. They're, they're doing very well. So that was a good win for Braga. Um, as far as I'll call them USG, Harry. I'm not as uh, say so proficient as you. I'll take the easy <laughs> way out. USG have lost uh, three of their ten in the league. So. It's been a disappointing start to the campaign for them, a side that has kind of got fairly high expectations. They've obviously lost a couple of key players that they had around last season. They're already eight points off the top, so um, up against it already. And the, the one thing that highlighted me when I was going to side with Braga here, the side of the results, is they conceded 14 goals in their 10 games this season. So against a, a Braga side that obviously know how to, how to find the back of the net, I think that's going to be an issue for them. Um, A comparable, which I do like to throw in, they lost 3-0 to Rangers in the um, Champions League uh, qualifier uh, to to get into the group stages of the Champions League, having won 2-0 at home. So everything going for them. All they need to do is obviously better that result to to get into the the group stages of the Champions League and got beat 3-0, as I said. So um, a comparable, I think Braga will get a similar result here and, um, and bring in the money. So, yeah, we can cash that at
1: minus 118. Brilliant, brilliant stuff. Uh, let's come back to you, Ruri. Uh, HJK against Ludogorets. Yeah, I'm delving deep into the Europa League with this <laughs> yeah, one. <you're> delving <laughs> deep into the doldrums of Europe with uh, this one. Go
2: on. But I, I will explain my reasoning. I've got to win at minus 106 away from home in Helsinki against HJK. And I think I was kind of surprised that Ludogorets were such short odds from this because they've beaten Roma. They. Didn't beat Betis. They lost 3-2, but it was a tight enough game. Betis scored a couple of really nice goals to to win that match, and they certainly caused some problems at home as well for Betis. So, I look at that. That's a team that's top of top of the league, but how much we pay attention to the Finnish leagues and the and the Bulgarian leagues, I'm not so sure when it comes to European competition. HJK Helsinki for their part. 2-0 defeat to Betis at home. 3-0 against Roma. It's a team that They've got the capacity to be organised. They've got the capacity to compete. I think they're, yeah, they're aware of sort of their position and the fact that a lot of the teams coming to play them will be of higher quality. I wonder if they might show a bit more ambition in this match. I think you come against Ludogorets, your home tie. This is the one game that they look at and think, "You're right. Okay, maybe we can get a result here. Maybe we can give our fans something to shout about—an upset, a shock." So that works in two ways. I think you can have sort of an inspirational aspect from that, or you can perhaps uh, overextend your hand a little bit, if that makes sense. And I think this Ludogratz side has enough on the counter, certainly from what I've seen so far. They move the ball pretty well. They're, they're a team that sort of really throws it into the box and, and causes issues. So I think they have enough within them to to cause HDk enough problems and essentially win the match. And And that's why I like Ludogratz at minus 106. I think this is... Simply, Ludogorets are a little bit better than HJK, and I expect them to win this one.
1: Brilliant, um, Jack. Let's come back to you. Uh, Zurich against PSV. Now, this is a game from Arsenal's group, and mm. it's it's been it's it's one that I've obviously got an interest in as a consequence of that. But yeah. I didn't get to see Arsenal take on PSV because of everything that happened and th- the fact that that game wasn't able to go ahead in London at that time. So yeah. that game has been skipped, and now we're back to. Zurich against PSV so I've only Mm. really seen Zurich so I'm interested to know what your kind of plan of attack is here on this one
0: well this game to me just looks like a whole heap of fun (laughs) it just looks like it could be absolutely bonkers as far as the score is concerned I've absolutely no idea it could be anything um i I kind of looked at a a goals angle and, and the odds were relatively um kind of constrictive they're quite quite skinny to say the least but when I'm thinking that both these sides are going to come to the party in that respect it then suddenly became a lot better and I'm putting both teams to score and over two and a half goals together at plus 100 and I thought wow that seems to me like a proper good price and I did dig further into the details of it and this is a little bit statty but I just kind of looked at it and and thought is there anything I'm missing out on? And it doesn't appear to be that there is. So I have jotted all this information down to make sure I got I got it right. But from what I've seen, there's just going to be action at both ends, and both teams are just going to go for it, free for all. And as I said, the score could be absolutely anything. Some of the scores that these sides have had this season are just 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 mad. So Zurich have played 19 games in total. Obviously, in in the Swiss league, they've um, they're in absolute terrible form. Uh, obviously, they, they were in the Champions League um, kind of qualification stages and, and and fell out of that. So obviously, off, off the back of a decent season last season, they picked up three points from their nine games, which is obviously terrible. Um, no win yet. So uh, just three draws, but 27 goals in those those um, nine games in the league. So obviously, exactly three goals per game across those. Each of the last five has seen both teams to score. So it's not that they are getting beat. And you know, take 2-0, 3-0. They are coming to the party as far as scoring goals in that as well. Um, been in the cup as well, eight goals in two cup games in Switzerland, the last of which was a two-two draw. Um Champions League. So they 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 got knocked out in that um after one game where um there was eight goals across the two legs. Both teams scored in both those legs um uh, as well. In total in Europe this season. Eight games, 23 goals at an average of just under three. And, of course, both games this um, in this group uh, ended 2-1, of course, one of which against Arsenal um, both ended in defeat. So you'd su- suggest they're going to get beat, um, but probably score at the same time, um, which would then bring this, this um, bet into play. And when you look at PSV, well, that's just incredible stats. 14 games this season, 62 goals already. the average goals per game in in PSV's fixtures. Um, They did get beat at the weekend. They got beat 3-0. So they do like to make sure you go over 2.5, even if they're not scoring. But that was a rarity. 11 out of 14 games this season have seen both teams score. And they've conceded in each of their seven away games. So given all that information, as I said, you'd expect Zurich to win. If I had to say who's going to win, I'd expect it to be PSV. And in which case, they're going to score two or more goals. And therefore, this bet will come in at plus money. Happy days.
1: Yeah, certainly. You know, when I saw Zurich against Arsenal, that's what I thought of them. Yeah, just so open, so gung ho, so sort of desperate to score goals, but obviously not mm. conscious maybe of what they were leaving in behind them. And yeah. and ultimately, you know, that's why they've started the season so poorly domestically. And it's mad mm. to think that they are where they are in this yeah. league because they were the champions. Yeah, last season. But yeah, absolutely.
0: Season, like, so I, I, when I I looked at it, and I thought I actually had to double check it. and went. Are they doing this badly? Because I thought I must have missed something. And, and like you know, when you're looking at different things, and have I got a filter on that I shouldn't have or something like that. But it's all there, and it, it's it's crazy. So, again, if if you're a neutral and don't mind which game to watch, if you can catch that one, I'd suggest this possibly could be one of the ones to um to to watch, which should should provide plenty of
2: goals. I, I sure. even caught them against Hearts, which are kind of my local team in Edinburgh, and. Even Hearts, who are by no means no, by no means an offensive powerhouse, Hearts looked like looked like they had <laughs> enough to sort of cause them a few problems, and it was only kind of a sending off in the second half of their Europa League playoff that ended mm. up kind of giving Zurich a real advantage. So yeah, I 100 percent back you on that one, Jack. Thank you.
1: It's yeah, good to know. him. Look at the look at them handicappers sticking together.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you got to, yeah,
1: <laughs> indeed, uh, indeed. Let's move on. Uh, let's come back to you, uh, Rory, for Sturm Graz versus Lazio. Interesting fact: the Liebenauer Stadium, which is where Sturm Graz play their football, used to be named, used to be known as the Arnold Schwarzenegger Stadium. For those of you that like a bit of Hollywood. I'm, I'm actually, I asked the guys before we started recording if it was still called the Arnold Schwarzenegger Stadium because I remember watching my team play there years and years ago and I was gutted to find out that they changed that name. So Rory, first of all, how heartbroken were you when you found out the name has been changed and then tell us about the game?
2: Yeah, it really um, takes away from the Europa Leagueness of this match, which I feel like <laughs> would benefit from the Arnold Schwarzenegger Stadium. Mm-hmm. But Will they go uh, back? Yeah, I'm going to go with Sturm Graz to lose at home to Lazio. Lazio plus over 2.5 goals comes in at 150, and I'll explain why I like that. I think Sturm Graz, it's the curious group of Europa League so far because they've got Feyenoord, Lazio, Sturm Graz and Midland, which I don't know if I pronounced that right. Sorry to anyone watching from Denmark. But all, for, all four teams are on three points. Sturm Graz beat Midgetland. Midgetland beat Lazio 5-1 last time, I think, which was arguably the shock of the, <laughs> yeah. of the round last time. Lazio, for their part, they, they beat Feyenoord as well. And it's just it's, it's a strange group. But I think Lazio responded to that defeat um, to Midgetland with two 4-0 wins, one over Clemenense and then one over Spezia. Maurizio Sarri, I, I yeah, I think I just like his side to. They're a side that scores goals on the face of it, and I think Sturm Graz again. They are stronger at home. I don't expect this to be four or five nil necessarily. I think they might score one. I think they will be the way it always is with Europa League sides is that the squad depth is never quite there in the same way that it is for a lot of Champions League sides. So you're rotating a little bit and I think that causes problems at the back. I think that's part of the reason the Europa League is so fun. So I think Sturm Graz are decent enough value to get a goal here, but I think Lazio will ultimately have the attacking firepower on the, on them. This is still a Lazio side that has a lot of quality in it. It's got Ciro Immobile, Sergei Milinkovic-Savic is, is obviously one of... He's been touted with a move for about 18 years, I think. <laughs> <laughs> And Pedro, the likes of Pedro Rodriguez, who's obviously formerly of Barcelona and Chelsea, he's still quite a quite an adept finisher. So, yeah, I back Lazio to get the win here. I think they will ultimately come out on top. I think it will be a fun game because I think Sally teams play fun football. Um, and I think it will be a bit back and forth. So I'm going to go with Lazio over 2.5 at 150.
1: Brilliant. Brilliant stuff. Uh, let's come back to you, Jack. Uh, Roma versus Real Betis.
0: Yeah, so I'm, I'm treading on toes here. So I've been, I've been a bit of a coward, like because I'm now going to be able to lean on Rory to come and help us out with uh, his in-depth knowledge on Betis. But um, the basis of the bet is, again, I, I think we touched on it a moment ago, the fact that, um, generally speaking, if I had to sum up Europa League nights, I'd say they're generally quite good fun. It seems like a little bit more relaxed and uh, a good party to be at, to be honest with you. There's goals and, and uh, teams just go at it and uh, it's good fun and I'm going with that here again. Uh, Roma and Betis. Roma not being the old school Jose Mourinho that we kind of you know the bus park inside that they are that they can be decent fun to watch coming off the back of a good win at the weekend went into one two one so um confidence will be there obviously you expect a little bit of rotation but again they've got the ability to be able to do that um six of the last seven have seen over two and a half goals which shows to show you that as i say joe say he's lost that touch but um he's obviously um Loves the cup competition, as we know. So he'll be taking it most seriously. Um, obviously picked up um, the Europa Conference League last season. So uh, we know that he loves uh, a trophy on the cabinet to point at. So uh, I say I'm sure he'll be taking this one with the utmost seriousness. Obviously both games in this competition have um, seen over two and a half goals. And uh, as far as that league form is concerned, they're sort of there or thereabouts. There? They're up to six after that win at the weekend. So yeah. Um, yeah, again, it comes to the point where that they're, they're, they're probably never going to be at this moment in time challenging at the at the top two and the top end. So um a cup competition is 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 the way in for, for some more success for him. So um should should make this a good watch. Um, and Betis has touched on already, they 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 did get beat at the weekend, lost one nil at the weekend, um, to to Vigo. Um it's first time they're not scored this season. I think I'm right in saying. Um, but are still fourth in, in um, La Liga. So um, only one clean sheet away from home. Um, and my, my thought processes on, on Betis are, are generally is that they are a, a nice attack-minded side. They're a side that I normally I'd feel quite strong at home, um, but gives enough chances. And I think we should could see that here in this one. Um, Five goals in their last um, Europa League tie as well. So over two and a half goals at minus 117 looks a decent play for me. And to put some kind of meat to those bones, I'll I'll pass you over to the the Liga expert, Betis.
2: Yeah, I have to say, I think generally when it comes to Europe and Mourinho, I expect counter attacks. But the fact that Roma lost to Ludo really puts the pressure on them to kind of come out their shell a little Mm -hmm. bit more. And so I think that will play into Betty's hands. I think it will make the game a lot more sort of back and forth, up and down, as as we like to see in the Europa League. And mm-hmm. this is a Betis side that possesses some of the best attackers in Europe. I mean, Nabil Fekir, not lately, but in the last kind of year, has been in the France squad. Borja Iglesias made his day, uh, well, came back for Spain in the most recent international break, Sergio Canales, about a year ago since he played for Spain, but he has played for Spain, and getting into the Spanish midfield is not easy, so so yeah. This is a team with a lot of attacking talent, they're missing one me, which is a bit of a blow. But I expect this to be a game where, yeah, Roma maybe perhaps come out and seek Betis a little bit more than we'd maybe be expecting if if the results were in Roma's favor. I think Pellegrini, if there's one thing he likes, it's having a bit of space to exploit. And that game against Celta Vigo, they conceded after about 12 13 minutes and then had somebody sent off after about 20 minutes. Mm-hmm that really influences the game and I think that's part of the reason that they didn't score ultimately this is a better side that have been very impressive up until now and I think they'll give Roma a really good game I think again if you can uh spread your eyes across several screens this is a, f- a fun game. <laughs> yeah, yeah this is
1: this was definitely high up on my list of of Europa League games to watch uh to watch over the course of this week so yeah really interested to see how that one pans out Uh, guys thank you so so much as always thank you to everybody for tuning in don't forget to leave a like on the video if you're watching subscribe to the bet rivers network youtube channel and be sure to follow our handicappers handle At because we win where you'll get some pre-match in play and post-match stuff as well Uh, all the handicappers have access to that account and it's great fun you don't want to miss out so make sure you're following we'll be back very very soon with another installment of our Europa League show until next time take care
0: thanks for listening to betting weekly extra time on the bet rivers network